0: You gotta do it first. Yo, what's up, everybody? The Stone Cold Gentleman podcast. This is Sean T, CEO. You already know what we do. Today is the debut of you call it our Stone Cold Lady. Stone Cold female. That's me. Her too. Um (laughs) Stacks. Let her do what she do. Enjoy. And make sure you subscribe to the website and follow us. We got a lot more shit for you. Here you go, Stax.
1: Hey, what's good, everyone? I'm the Stone Cold Female, or, you know what, it's a gentleman, so we're going to do Stone Cold Woman. Um, First, I want to thank everyone for subscribing and, you know, being a part of the family. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We hope you enjoy all of this and all of our episodes that we have um, from the past and the ones that we got coming up. Definitely want to show love to all of that. Also, show love to all of my Stone Cold gentlemen. Those are some awesome guys, you know, getting to know everyone. And thank you for being a part of the team. So, as Sean said, this is my debut officially. Um, There are a couple episodes that I was on. I was on one with Sean that uh, we did what is a vibe which was pretty awesome and pretty fun. And then the last one that we did um, was actually this year. And we did the one about uh, the country music and how country music, you know, we can relate to that and and utilize that in our everyday lives. Like it was actually pretty awesome. So I'm gonna get into it real quick. Uh, my bio is is up we're going to edit it and everything. But um, a little about me. So I am a DMV implant from New Jersey. I am 36 right now, going on 37. Um, I'm just a real laid back woman. Uh, a lot of people, you know, they say I'm the homie. But uh, I'm just real laid back. Like, I really chill. You know, I work. I hang out. Uh, I'm an Eagle fan. Go Eagles. We didn't win this year, but next year we got it all day. I'm a football lover. Uh, I love tennis. Um, I love waterfronts. You know, anything nature-ish. I am in, what am I? I'm an earth sign. I'm a Virgo. Shout out to all you Virgos out there. But um that's basically me. Like I'm just real chill. Don't really do much. I stay to myself. I keep it moving, keep it pushing. But uh this right here, I guess we're just gonna call it uh we're gonna call it Thoughts of a Virgo. That's what today is gonna be called. Um my life is Pretty simple for the most part. I mean, I'm blessed to see 36 years. You know, um, <clears throat> a lot of people said I wouldn't even have made it this far because of the things that have happened in my life, but I'm here. I'm blessed and highly favored. Um, but yeah, this is just just me. You know, as a woman, as a black woman. It is not easy out here in these streets. And going from Jersey, dealing with the North and everything, and now I'm in the DMV, so this is technically considered, I guess, the South. You know, there's a lot of things that I've kind of tried to get used to. I've been here for about a year and a half now. Um, And everything is just different. For one, the climate is... Different. I miss seeing snow. I miss snow so much. I went to, uh, PA up in the Poconos, uh, last not this past weekend, the weekend before, and I actually saw salt on the sidewalk, and it was like a whole bunch of fog and everything, and I'm like, wow, like here it is. In Maryland, we were dealing with like sixty something degree weather in the wintertime, and there's, like, there's, like, actual, like, at one point, there was snow in PA. I would say snow all year. I might have seen a flurry or two for, like, three to five minutes, and that was it. I miss that, but, um, you know, everything is just different, and then I got to realize that a lot of things that go on with, like, the country, as far as, like, the government and all types of things, like, All that stuff that you see on tv is literally about 20 minutes away from my house (laughs) like 20 25 minutes from where i live is like the capital and i'm literally in the midst of all of that so that's just that's another thing that I'm, i'm trying to get used to and like the people there are so many different terminologies that people use here, like luncheon and some other things. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell all that is, but I'm also old school, you know, cause like I said, I'm a little bit older than a lot of people that I work with and everything. So it, it, to a certain degree, I'm not gonna say it's a culture shock, but it's, it's definitely different, but it's cool. And then you have people that don't completely understand like me you know, just like we said, like in the the, um, the podcast we just did about like, country music and things. I actually like country music. I like pop. I like rock. I like R&B. I'm a big R&B girl. I like rap music. Um, soundtracks from like, um, what is that? Transformers and Star Wars. And I just, I am not your typical black girl. Like, I just, I like a whole variety of everything. And growing up, you know, I kind of had to hide a lot of that. But I'm realizing that even living in the DMV right now, there are so many different people, you know, who are more like me than I thought. And I think that's the one thing that I do like about this area. You know, I grew up in Central Jersey, and my adulthood was more in north jersey and a lot of it <clears throat> i always get told that like i just don't belong because i'm just so different but here there are people that you would have never you would have never thought that there were people that are just like you you know like literally stepping out on faith and moving to a whole different area whether you're a half hour away or two, three hours away, like I'm three hours and 30 minutes away from where I grew up at. And just to be here and to meet people and see people who are possibly like me and some that don't understand me, just like it is when I'm at home, it's just like, wow, like the melting pot of this world is just, it's crazy, you know? Like the past week I wanna say I'm literally I've learned so much. I've learned so much and it's kind of helped me just learn and understand that you know being you and being who you are, it's okay. It it's really okay. You know, like you are not um, where you come from you're not what they call it you're not a product of your environment people keep saying that you're a product of your environment that's why you are how you are no you are who you are because that's who you are designed to be whether good bad or indifferent and even people when they say that you're bad it doesn't make you bad it just means that you're not like them everybody has you know things that they've gone through you know Everybody has things that they, um, everything. Everybody has things that they've gone through. Everybody has things that make them unique in their own way. You know, like you are who you are. You go through what you go through, and you just deal with things how you deal with things, and it doesn't make you a bad person. You know, and. It, it, it just makes you who you are you know like I've had a couple of things happen this week where I was looked at I was looked at like I was crazy or looked at like something was wrong and a very important person told me which kind of helped me really understand a lot he was like you have to look at the source when someone comes at you about something and you're like yo what the hell? you have to literally look at the source of where the issues that they have, who it came from. And it's just, does the person that has the issues and, and, and the source of the issue, who are they? Where are they in their life? And does what they're really saying to you really even matter? Because at the end of the day, you're here today, gone tomorrow. And that doesn't mean like, oh, you're either here today and the moment you're gone from this earth. But like, when I met you, before I met you, I didn't know you. Once you decide to leave my life, I'm not going to know you anymore. Now, will it hurt if I don't know you? You know what I mean? If I don't know anymore after we just had this connection? Absolutely. But your feelings about me are just your feelings. They don't define me. They don't define who I am as a woman, as a person, as a mother, as a child, as a a niece, a daughter, a granddaughter, anyone. Like, your feelings are just your feelings. So if you're in your feelings about something that got to do with me, then that's just your feelings, but it, 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 it's not me, you know? Like I'm learning that, you know, narcissistic behavior is it, literally narcissistic. Like that is real. That is real. People will try to say anything that they can, you know, to make you feel like you're wrong or you're crazy. And they will put you in a state of depression and, and a bad headspace that you can't dig yourself out of. But at the end of the day, what are they doing? They're sleeping good at night, you know? Like, they're hanging out, they're chilling. They have no real feelings or, or empathy to you whatsoever. Um, Like, they're... It, like literally, in the past, this is April, what, April 4th, technically, April 3rd, going on April 4th, because we're doing this podcast at 11.58 at night. Um, I've learned so much since the year started. Um, something about me, every year, the past, like, four or five years, what I usually do, um, on New Year's Eve, I write down what I wanna leave in the past year, and then I want what I wanna bring into the new year. And before the end of the year, around this time, I burn it. 1159, I burn what I wanna get rid of, and I say whatever is for me is for me, and whatever's not for me is not for me. And then at midnight, I burn the positives of what I want to bring into the new year. And I try to do my best to stick to that. And the past few years that I've done that, um, it's just been an eye-opener. I also usually say at some point when I'm really going through things, I put into the spirit, open my eyes so I can see what I cannot see. And I promise you, every time that I say that, Something shows itself, whether good or bad, and it, it just it it it, ne- it never fails because I don't I don't use those words lightly. I always say them. I am not gonna say when I am at my breaking point, but I am like when I I say it when I need it the most. You know, like you have to have positive energy. You know, you have to bring stars and and, and light into your world in order for you to see it. You know, I always say, like the lucky charms, hearts, stars, and horseshoes, clovers, and blue moons. Like, hearts is your heart. And, you know, you being able to open your heart and your mind, the stars, to sky's the limit, you know, and just things that are, you know, for you and in, in the universe that you haven't even touched yet. Um, horseshoes. Are basically, you know, I'm not gonna say a wish, but just keeping an open mind and being hopeful of the future. Clovers, four leaf clover, you know, of course, that is basically like the positive energy that you're bringing to you. And blue moons. I'm really I'm <laughs> I always say that I'm a hybrid. I'm part wolf, part vampire. Um but wolves they see at night, you know, they howl at the moon. Usually when they howl at the moon, they're crying for the moon. And there's a, a proverb about that. Um basically, um wolves would cry at the moon, but the moon would be like their love, their their person. The moon is the, the thing that keeps them going. It helps change them. It helps mold them into who they are. You know, the moon is the, the, the man on the moon, you know, the one person or the one, I'm not going to say person, but the one thing that's in this world that just brings a bright light that helps guide their way. You know, sailors use the moon and the stars and everything to be able to help guide them. Slaves use the stars, you know, um, and the constellations to be able to guide them to uh, a brighter, you know, a brighter path. They help; it helped guide their way to freedom. You know, so I I'm a very like with all of that. Heart stars and horseshoes, clovers and blue moons blue moons is the full moon and i i, I don't take that lightly you know like it is it, those things actually help me within my day to day you know like i said being a woman being a black woman is is, is hard being a woman period is hard but being a black woman like we have to go through so many different things like, we have, to, we have to worry about, you know, being judged for our, the color of our skin. We have to be judged because people think that we can't do anything that a man can do. Um, we have to be judged in grocery stores or anywhere because of the fact that they think we're going to steal something. Or that we're not capable of doing certain things. It, it, it's, it's not easy. We have to be judged as mothers and, and we're always basically taught in one way to be able to look forward and we can do anything. but at the same time there's so many people and so many things against us that it, it, it's hard. it's hard. And then it's like, even with, when it comes to women, women should be seen and not heard. But when women are finally, when we finally do be able, when we're finally able to speak our truth and, and express ourselves, then we're wrong. There was just something, and I'm, I'm gonna talk about it for a quick second, with the, W, um, the, what was it? The women's NCAA finals, women's, you know? uh Caitlin um she was in she's a player from Iowa she won I think Player of the year and she did the John Cena you can't see me and she did that to uh, a black girl on South Carolina's team you know and that was you know the um it wasn't a championship game it was the game right before that and then the championship game when they played LSU which is a predominantly black team you know Angel Reese, who did that at the end of the game, mind you, Angel had put a a black uh, marker with a ring on her finger because she already knew that they were destined for greatness and that they were going to do it. And when Angel did it at the end of the LSU versus Iowa game, everyone is talking about how Angel, Angel did the you can't see me, the same thing that Caitlin did she did that. And then she pointed to her finger like, we got the ring. And this was at the end of the game. You know, everybody is so bent up and worked on the fact that Angel did this. But nobody's talking about when Caitlyn did it. John Cena, you know, he tweeted, you know, when Caitlyn did it in the semifinals. I guess like the semifinals. Mm -hmm. Like, she... Nobody said anything about it. They were all, okay, yeah, and, you know, Caitlyn did it. And I'm not I'm not going against Caitlyn and her skills. You know, I'm not talking about her as a ball player, as, as a young woman, nothing. But it's okay for her to do it as a Caucasian young lady. But when Angel did it, it was a problem. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I was in a Facebook group and I had to literally leave because I'm like, you are so bent up and so butt hurt about Angel doing this. And I had to commend the young woman because in the final, like when she finally had those two conversations that I saw, you know, right after the game, and, and then the the, pre- the two press conferences that she had, she was like, "Yo," she was unapologetically okay with what she did. She didn't care. And then at one point, she was like, "Look, you know, um, when Caitlin, she did this." to um the young lady on South Carolina's team and she's like look I did this I did it she she disrespected my SEC sis South Carolina is her team you know their family you did that to her you know there's so many people that said that oh um Angel who's from Baltimore you know she's ghetto she's this she's that everything she did it for all the young girls who people have so much to say about and they're not, they're more so talking about the person that they don't even know and not talking about their ball skills, not talking about their skills as a person. People are so bent hurt and everything is so negative when it comes to that one thing that someone does, but they don't talk about all the good that they did. They don't talk about all the good that they did. I have family members right now that can say that, oh, I did elemental P but they're not talking about A, B, C, D, you know, like it's, it's hard out here. It's hard. People are always judging, you know, women mainly. I'm mean, they judge men too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking away from the men, but we're talking about women right now. People are so quick to judge women for the good. I mean, for the bad and not the good, you know, like you had little Wayne Boosie, a few other people that were all about LSU, you know what I'm saying, and 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 it's so many other people that are just LS, LSU women's basketball. This was the first time in their history that they were able to win a championship, and for the you're not you, you're basically taking away from all the people in, in in their camp, from the coaches to the players to the staff, like to everyone for women's LSU basketball. You know what I mean? Like you're taking away from all of that all because a young woman did something that another woman did. And it sucks. This is what we have to go through. This is what I go through. And I go through it in a whole different way. Like it, it's hard. I've been getting hit up the past couple of days about certain things that I did or, or things that I didn't even do, things that someone else did and you know or something that someone else said about me or comment on something that I did and I, I might have said and I really didn't even do anything about it. Like I didn't do anything, but the fact that you have so much like you're so worried about what the next person might have said about me or the fact of emotion or something that I did, but you're not focusing on what really needs to be focused on. and that's the problem. That is like one of my biggest pet peeves, one of my biggest problems. It, it It's hard and it sucks. And it's being a woman. It's being a person, period. But mainly being a woman. Because I guarantee you, if a man would have did the same freaking thing, you would have never said nothing. Y'all get on LeBron so much when he puts his little crown on his head. But I bet you if that was someone of a different anything, y'all wouldn't say nothing like that. If LeBron is the one that broke those records, if it was another person, y'all wouldn't have said nothing. And it's like, why? Why do we have to, why does the world have to be that way? For what? People in general work too hard. It is so hard for a person, a woman, a man, whoever, to be able to feel as though it's okay to be who they are and not to be judged for whatever reasons it's hard and it's like if everyone knows this but they still do it anyway then what the hell what the hell that's why people kill themselves all the time people feel as though and and i've been there I've been to the point where I felt like I didn't deserve to live and I didn't deserve to keep pushing forward because people make it so hard for you to feel like being you and being in your skin and just being who you are is okay. That's another reason why people kind of kill themselves sometimes or not kill themselves. That's why people got guns and all types of stuff. Sometimes you never know what people are really going through. They seem saying that people that a lot of people that have been killing that that kill other people, whatever they've been bullied, they've been this, they've been that, and I'm not saying that it's okay for people to have the reaction that they do because I don't I don't feel that way, but like you never know what people are going through. You never know. People like I'm. It's, it is. I didn't mean to go off on this. I didn't even know that I was going to talk about this right now. I had no idea what I was going to say. I was so Sean that I was nervous because this is my debut. I was trying to be, you know, all extra uh, girly or funny, and you know. And eventually, you know, you will hear a softer side of me because I am pretty much a, I don't say I'm a comedian, but, you know, I just, I speak my truth. The one thing about this Stone Cold woman, I will always speak my truth. I will always, I will never apologize for how I'm feeling and and what's going on. I'm a hookah loving, uh, sports bar loving, you know Disney. Uh, I don't want to say princess, but um, I've always wanted the 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 Dark Knight instead of the. The white horse, give me the dark knight. And when I say give me the dark knight, I, I want the, I don't want the prince that has it all together. I want the, the the black knight or whatever you want to call him that is a work in progress. Because I'm a work in progress. That's what I want. I want people around me. I don't want to be around people who have it all together and I I want to be them. I want to be me, but I want to be around people who are motivated, driven, have goals, and they're doing what they need to do to be able to reach their goals and be able to accomplish something and be great in their own way. That's what I, that's what I want. That's what I desire. Those are the type of people that I'm I'm friends with, you know, like that's really what it is for me. And I, I, I love that. I'm literally learning to love who I am and learning that it's okay to, to, to be unapologetically... Bob, I can't talk right now. Unapologetically Sharonda. Unapologetically Rhonda. Unapologetically Stax. I'm okay with that. Stax is who I am. Stax makes up... Every part of me all together, that's Stax. One day when, you know, I do another one, maybe I'll break down how the name Stax came about. But I am Stax. Stax is me. I am Rhonda Stax, a free-spirited, hippie, earth-sign, water-sign-loving individual who just wants to be the best... For her and her children in any way that that means and I want to be a positive influence and role model for anyone coming up under me I want to be a positive influence and role model for you know my friends and you know my family and and anyone else like life is too short life is hard you know I, I want to be able to laugh at my mistakes and learn how to move forward you know learn how to like I want to be able to laugh at my mistakes and learn from them you know I'm clumsy sometimes I'm clumsy smurf I'm grump grumpy bear um all of that but it's okay to be you that's that's You know what that's that's what it is today well it's tuesday now but it was monday when i started so it's okay to be you it's motivational monday and tuesday hell (laughs) but you got to be okay with being you in your own skin and know that even if you can't find a way you have to know that there is a way and before before there was light there was dark like I said, I'm not really, you know, uh I'm I'm more into this believing in a higher power. So I don't like to preach and things of that nature. But like I said, before there was dark there was before there was light, there was dark. And you gotta go through the dark to be able to get through the light. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. I'm going through things right now where I can't say that I see the light when it comes to a lot of things. Well, just because you don't see something it doesn't know you it doesn't mean that you don't know it's there you know like it's it's definitely there you just have to be patient and just try to push through and as long as you know it's there then that's really all that matters like i when i got asked to join this podcast um I jumped at the chance and I was like absolutely like definitely and the reason behind me joining it was because I, I do have a lot to say. I mean I use the few friends I do have as my walking diaries for a lot. I mean I'm always having conversations with people. Um I I like to I only talk about what I know about and if I don't know Google is literally like my best motherfucking friend. Like I'm a I'm a Googler all day. Um I'm a Googler all day. Even if, you know, I don't know. Um when I'm sick, I web MD. Sometimes I web MD way too much. But, um, I just keep. I, I'm always looking for, you know, knowledge and information, and you know, spiritual anything that help keep me pushing. You know, I have a, a family member and a couple of friends that always send me positive things that I I look at in time. Not all the time, but I look at in time. Um. But knowledge is power. Knowledge is key. If you don't know, you look it up. That's one of the things that I think one of my aunts, she used to make me look up something if I didn't know. I remember being a kid, and it was a word or something I didn't know, and I had to go look it up in the dictionary. And I hated that. That was one of my pet peeves. I hated that to the fullest extent. But once I got older and I realized, like, you know what? That was kind of building me. And back then, you know, we didn't really have, we didn't have the internet like that. And all we had was like the Wikipedia, I guess it was, or the, the dictionary and, and books and a whole bunch of books I had my grandmother <laughs> purchased and I didn't read half of them. But um, yeah, when we had to do our, our papers in school and stuff, all we had to do was go to the library and look it up. Now we have the internet and we have Google and Chrome and all these other search tools and apps and everything. So that's what we gotta do. And just what you don't know, you search for. And that's the same thing with life. Like, I don't know why certain things happen. And maybe I'll never know. I can either search to find the reasons why, or I can learn from what I don't know now and just try to keep them moving and keep pushing. I've found out so many different things and over the past I wanna say decade about my family that I didn't even know. And a lot of things they were hard for me to to cope with and deal with. But it a lot of them helped make me understand that, you know, why I am how I am or they help make like show me why, you know, they helped show me what I didn't want to be. they helped show me what I want to fix with my life when it comes to my kids. You know, it just, like I said, there's darkness. There was dark before there was light. But even with the light, it doesn't mean that the light is always good, but the light can even show you something that you can learn from. Like it can definitely see, like I said, open, show me what I cannot see. That's like I already said, this is the one thing that when I'm really going through something and I just, I can't, I don't see that light at the end of the tunnel, that's what I ask the spirits for. Show me what I can't see because I'm so far in the dark that I feel like there's no way that I'm ever gonna be able to get to the light. And no sooner than I do that, that's when I start seeing that peak of light. It reminds me that there is hope for a brighter future within myself within my family you know within my girls with everything you know everything happens for a reason everything happens in time you know i'm i said this this podcast it kind of came um today when i've kind of been battling within myself and i just I wasn't sure like there was just there's just been so many unanswered questions within my life. And a lot of times, you know, as people, we just kind of push everything under the rug. We sweep everything under the rug like things just don't matter. Things didn't happen, whatever. And then when things finally come up again, you know, we either get frustrated with it. We get angry or we just act like nothing ever happened. You know, a lot of our older generations, that's just how they were taught. And that's how, you know, some of us were taught, too. You act like like you fake it till you make it. That's how we were taught. You know, when I used to come around my family, you know, I was told that you know you always looked the part, even if you didn't feel the part. You never let them see you sweat. And was that a, a good thing when it came to certain things? Yes, but for the most part, I I really I really disagree. I'm not saying that you have to be. You know, when you're around certain people and everything, you're supposed to walk around with a mean mug and act like you're just angry all the time or whatever. But you don't have to put on this big front like everything was okay and it's really not. Because at the end of the day, you never really know what someone else is going through. But then again, in a way, even with that, with being... I've been in the restaurant industry for 17, 18 years now. 18 years. Um... You never, no, 17 years. You never know what anyone's going through. I've been a waitress on and off for years. And even then, like, there are days that, like, a, a, a kind gesture to someone just made their day. Me refilling someone's coffee or me saying that I like their shirt or something or Eagles fans and Notre Dame fans, like how I am, I'd be like, hey, go Eagles, go this. Or I can talk about football. I can literally talk about anything. But just having a quick two-minute conversation with someone, you know, it can make their day. They can be having the worst day in the world. I work at the airport. So I'm constantly coming in, you know, in contact with people who missed their flight, who's running late. You know, the flight got delayed, whatever. They're frustrated. They have these vouchers, whatever. But just giving them some kind words of encouragement or just being nice to them and just saying something can literally, you know what? It can really make their day saturday was april fool's day when i walked into work i left my phone in a lift i had to call back i had to call my phone until the driver picked up but that was my april fool's joke on myself come to find out when i got into work the bartender and my manager they had april fool's moments and then having conversations with regular guests that just happened to be in the airport at the time you know they all had april fool's moments too Like, everybody, like, I'm not going to say everybody goes through the same thing all the time, but you never really know what anyone's going through. And just listening to them, maybe sometimes they just need a a listening ear and for you not to say anything at all. I said sometimes maybe they just need to complicate, compliment it. Even if it, it might not be the best thing. I might be like, oh, I like your shirt. I might like one color on that shirt. But because of the fact that I like that one color, I like your shirt. Well, thank you. I wasn't sure if I should wear it or not, you know, like, it's, like I said, life is too hard to be angry and be upset and have a hunch over your shoulder and to feel like the world is against you all the time. Because a lot of times the world isn't against you. Sometimes it's just you. Sometimes you can be your own worst enemy. I know I'm my own worst enemy at times. I'm learning how not to be, but that's real life people go through depression and anxiety all the time all the time and it sucks that we have to deal with all of this as people we suck that we have to deal with all this as women and as men like you know men have their own issues when it comes to a lot of things i'm not going to speak on that because i'm not a man but um We as people shouldn't put each other down or make each other feel like we're less than because someone has more than us or, you know, we act like we have more than the other and we don't, or we shouldn't be okay with, you know, the fact that one person did something and it was okay. So then when another person of a different race, and different, you know, whatever, they do something and it's just okay. No, it's not okay. It's not Okay. You can't be okay with one thing and then turn around and not be okay with the next. Like, it doesn't work that way. We're all people. We are all, we all bleed. If I cut you right now, you're going to bleed the same way I do. Ain't nothing going to change. Like, and I'm, I'm sorry for just going off on a tangent. Like I said, this wasn't even what I had planned to talk about. I was nervous about it. But I do feel as though it was needed. It was needed. And it's just crazy how everything that I've seen, like I said, since yesterday, I watched um I watched the LSU-Iowa game. I watched the um, South Carolina and Iowa game. Uh, I saw the ending of Virginia Tech and LSU. And like I said, congratulations to all those young ladies that were playing in the Final Four period. Congratulations to the men that were... The, the young men that were playing in the final four too. I'm not even a basketball fan, but I was paying attention and it was monumental and historic to be able to have you know two black uh not even two black schools, two SEC schools in the in, in the final four, you know, and to have us like, the lSU pulled through against Iowa, and it's their first championship ever. You know, congratulations also, Dawn Stanley. She has been a, a favorite of mine since she was in college. Um, You know, she took her team, and she won Coach of the Year. She took her team to the Final Four, although I was hoping that they did beat Iowa. They didn't, but, you know, she she won a uh, coach of the year and one of her young ladies won defensive player of the year which is outstanding you know like um congratulations to Iowa and Virginia Tech as well for being able to pull through to be able to get to the final four but like i said you can't be okay with one person doing one thing and then another person doing another. And then on top of that, even when it comes to that, let's go back to that real quick. People are over here really getting mad when it comes to, you know, Caitlyn and then Angel. But these are young ladies in collegiate sports. Like, are you serious? These are, I'm not going to call them children, but they're young women. Like, why are you bringing, like, you're, you're putting all this pressure and all this stuff on on, pe- on college on college football, basketball teams, women's college basketball teams. And so just celebrating, especially after, you know, Brittany Griner was just in Russia and everything. And she's a woman that was playing basketball overseas. And you have all these young ladies coming up after her and everything like that, who, you know, they want to be in a WNBA, you know, like we just had to do with all of that. And then you come around to college, to college kids who are just trying to be their best selves and you have something to say a negative not like you're not celebrating the fact that LSU won but you're more worried at the fact that a, a young woman did something that someone else did to another player in another game everybody is so quick to judge you on the negative but not the positive they always see your faults. And it, like I said, this just, it really just brought me back to like my family and my childhood. And, and you know, and my childhood wasn't bad. I'm not going to discredit that. But like people, and, and even with work and, and everything else, people always want to say something about what you're not doing. And they don't want to celebrate you and give you your flowers when, you know what I mean, when you're doing well. Like, that is crazy. That is crazy. We got people killing each other and killing themselves every day because they don't feel like they're good enough. And because, you know what I mean, and and they feel like they're not worth it or whatever. But then the women, and and, and not even just the women, but the people who should be celebrated and giving their flowers, you don't do that either. And then they wonder why they go into a depression and some other shit happens. I, I commend angel for being as strong as she is and standing in her truth when it comes to all of this because if she wasn't strong enough to be able to deal with all this who knows god knows what the what the hell she would have did you know y'all could have completely messed up this woman this young woman's whole mindset because of the fact that y'all are so quick to Twitter instagram Facebook everything about the negative of what you say that or what you say was the negative over a you can't see me and a ring on my I got I got the ring on my finger. Really? Y'all called her a thug, y'all called her uh you know y'all called her all types of names. Like, but you you're literally taking the credit away from her being what? Like one of the the the, the from the double queen. That's what they call it, the double queen. Because she throws up numbers all day. Y'all taking away from her stats as a as a player. Excuse me. All because she did a motion with her hand and, and her face. You know what I mean? Oh, with her hands. You're taking away from the whole LSU squad. Over what? Like, it really, it really hurts. Like, it really hurts that this is really what this world has come down to. It it really hurts. Everybody just, just always wants to be so negative all the damn time. For what? This world, this life is not promised. You can be here today and gone within an instant. Like, it's... Like I said, this wasn't something that... I wanted to discuss, I didn't want to, you know, um, I didn't want to do all of this. I wasn't going to do it. Um, I, I, I really, I really wasn't, but I guess everything happens in time and for a reason. And my expressing myself and how I feel about everything, this all just came out. Um not all the the podcasts that I do have, the conversations will be this deep. Um there will be a few, a lot of them more so that will be a lot lighter than this. Um but I, I think this really kind of just needed to be said. I really do. I think everything just needed to be said. Um, once again, I, I want to thank my Stone Gold Gentlemen, my, my Stone Cold Gentlemen family for allowing me to be a part of this platform. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you I can't wait to see what else we have in store, and, you know, I can't wait for you guys to see what else we have in store as well for, you know, the upcoming future. Um, be on the lookout for that. Um, like, subscribe, uh, share. I know we're on Potomatic, We're on Spotify, iHeartRadio. We have an Instagram page, uh, Twitter. We have a Facebook page. Page Stone Cold Gentleman. Um, I know Fridays we do Stone Cold, Stone Cold Groove Mix. Don't mind me, Sean's in the background helping me get used to saying all this stuff, but uh, I need to start saying it. Um, yeah, we have Stone Cold Groove on Friday with DJ Kevin
0: Rucker from, Kevin Philly.
1: Rucker from Philly. Shout out to Philly, I'm an Eagle fan all day. Philly, what up? Um what else we got going on? Like, so I'm- we,
0: got the, we got the website where you can find out all the podcasts, the podcast episodes. That's right, Stone Cold. And even blogs. You know, whatever you want to talk about is www.thestonecoldgentleman.com Subscribe to it so you can get them updates and anything that comes in between.
1: But uh, Shout out to Sean, my bestie, too. I got to give him a special shout out for this because... Uh, This is literally a take three. Yeah, take three.
0: This is take three. three.
1: I was supposed to do this um, in April, I mean, in March, excuse me, for Women's Month, but we had some technical issues. And um, the first two episodes that we had originally did, I want to say were awesome. They were dope. But um, this one right here, this is definitely one that I won't forget. I'm Probably gonna listen to it once we post it on my way to work probably tomorrow, um. Because I feel like, like I said, everything happens for a reason. Things happen when, when, it, when it needs to happen, you know. And I'm, I'm very proud, and like I said, I'm, I'm appreciative of my stone cold gentleman for making me a stone cold woman. I look forward to having, you know, more conversations with you guys. Uh, with the guys and even by myself, and I want to thank you guys for listening, tuning in, and uh, we'll talk soon. Stacks out,
0: yo, yo, yo! You heard it, that stacks first lady. I'm gonna call her that first lady. If you know, a Stone Cold Lady, Stone Cold Woman. You ever want to call her? Either way, she's here. She's here to stay. Gonna give you more, just like we all gonna give you more. Shout out to Dre, aka King Leo. Shout out to Seven. Shout out to DJ Kevin Rucker. Shout out to Roland. Shout out to Larry. Of course, shout out to myself, but that's Dang. neither here nor there. I'm, you know, we're here to keep you entertained or try to keep you informed. But all in all, we're here just to keep it real within ourselves. Like I said, we don't do no edits. We don't do all that stuff that's that saturates the realness, the reality of what we're saying. Everything is rough draft. And maybe in time, when we feel the need to accentuate our rough draft and turn it into something more, producer will probably do some edits. But right now, it's all about just keeping it real with us and keeping it real with you. We want y'all to feel them edits. We want you to feel them hiccups because when we get better, and we will get better, y'all can say you was there from the beginning. We took the baby steps, and now we're taking the big steps. So until then, this is Sean T. Peace out.